big thing when I was a kid with, so hit me with a wet noodle. Go ahead. Okay. Not a kid anymore, but I have uh, kind of led you down a little, I suppose, in terms of keeping up to date on what's going on with Wonder Wench with the podcast. Been uh, putting a little notice about uh, the, the way things are progressing on the blog uh, every day, but the podcast takes a little more time to get up, as you probably well know, and I, I just I just don't have any time right now at all. Uh, if you would like to keep up with uh, what's happening with my lady Wonder Wench, best thing to do is go to www.dicksummer.com and, and just click on the blog because uh, we are managing to keep you pretty well up to date with that. Anyway, as far as what's going on is concerned, Wednesday is the day the halo may come off. Went for a CAT scan today, and if the doctor thinks the pictures are pretty enough, he is going to let her have her head back on Wednesday. This has been tough, let me tell you. And I really want to thank a lot of you for your kind thoughts and your prayers and your positive energies. That's what I think a prayer is anyway, some highly focused positive energy. And I really don't have time to do a regular podcast right now either. So let me dig back into some memories for the story of what happened one night when my lady Wonder Wench and I went to see Peter, Paul, and Mary. I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head. A safe place to hide a hurting heart. A gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Okay, show of hands. Who knows where Puff the Magic Dragon lived? Come on, you can do it. Puff the magic dragon lived. Sure, he lived by the sea. Figured you probably know that. My lady wonder wench and I, along with a lot of other former 60s kids, went to see Peter, Paul, and Mary in concert on Friday. I try to take Ms. Wonder Wench to at least one concert a month. It's kind of my reward to her for putting up with my bazooka pop gun, my... 800 horsepower lawn tractor and my little four-seat airplane. This is one concert that we're not going to forget. Peter Yarrow, Noel Paul Stuckey, bet you didn't know his first name was Noel, and Mary Travers have to be in their late 60s or early 70s right now. And I didn't see anybody in the audience wearing spandex either. But for just a few magic minutes, we were all back there in the land of Honolulu swaying back and forth, you know, in the 60s, wearing bell-bottoms and beads and seeing visions of world peace. Of course, in the 60s, besides those visions of world peace, a lot of people were also seeing visions of giant spiders from outer space, but <laughs> that wasn't the problem on Friday night. Everything was under pretty good control. Little Jackie Paper loved that rascal puff, brought him strings and sealing wax and other fancy stuff. Wonder Wench was singing along a lot like she did back at the Unicorn Coffee House in Boston all those years ago, and looking even prettier. Together they would travel on a boat with billowed sails. Travel they did, the three of them, all over the world. They stood for something. They stood for something American and vulnerable and childlike, but hugely powerful, too. Peter and Noel Paul were the musical geniuses and, and are, but I think it was Mary that the crowds loved. Mary from Louisville, Kentucky and Greenwich Village, New York, 
tossing her long, glistening blonde hair. Jackie kept a lookout perched on Puff's gigantic tail. But somehow, even though Jackie was watching out for her a couple of years ago, leukemia sneaked up on them and then struck Jackie's friend Mary down. In fact, she was on an internet celebrity death watch website. Believe it or not, there is such a thing. Mary took a few minutes to talk about that at the concert. She said, I kept thinking I'm not going to die because I want to do one more concert at Carnegie Hall. That's what she said. She said, I kept focusing myself on singing on that stage, and we did it. Mary walks with a cane now, and the chemotherapy took her long blonde hair. Not a smack in the side of the head lesson for us citizens of Honolulu. Dragons live forever, but not so little boys or little girls. Painted wings and giant rings make way for other toys. I was holding hands with Wonder Wench for that line and the next, because we'll be facing it one day. One gray night it happened. Jackie Paper came no more. And Puff, that mighty dragon, he ceased his fearless roar. His head was bent in sorrow. Green scales fell like rain. all you did was just read the words, that'd really be the end of the story, you know, but it's not. At least it's it's not the end of the song. Peter and Paul had to help Mary on stage at the beginning of the show, and she sat on a stool for the entire night. But as the evening went along, something happened. The music seemed to give her strength. It was like, it was like she was eating the music. And when the show was just about over and it was time to go, Peter and Paul went over and were about to help her to her feet, and she shook her head like she used to, and she smiled. And she just reached for her cane, and we all kind of held our breath. In fact, Wonder Wench and I almost lost it. As Puff's friend Mary struggled to her feet, she stood and she smiled, and they sang the last verse together, loud and strong. One more time. Up the magic dragon, lived by the sea, and frolicked in the autumn mist in a land called Hanali. Some people said Puff the Magic Dragon was a song about drugs. It's a song about growing up and falling down and growing a little bit more and getting smacked down really hard and getting back up on your feet one more time because you really believe in yourself and you believe in whatever it is that you stand for.
Time for Dick's Details. Interesting but totally unimportant items that help you get your mind off the big things that are keeping you awake. Short guys have fewer back problems than tall guys do. Well, duh. They don't have as much space to store back problems. But I think short guys' lack of back problems doesn't make up for the loss of potential salary from the National Basketball Association. Only 30% of humans can flare their nostrils. And I'll bet you 98% of you guys are checking to see if you can do it right now. The water we drink is 3 billion years old. Which kind of makes you wonder why they still put that sell by thus and such a date on that fancy bottled water. And the great Groucho Marx said, Time flies like an arrow, fruit flies like a banana. <laughs> Dicks to tails, they get your mind off your mind. And speaking of great quotations, the great Willie Shakespeare said, A rose by any other name is still a rose. Since very early this morning, you've been looking at that rose, bravely poking its soft, beautiful, fragrant head out of the soda bottle on your kitchen countertop. You're a private duty nurse, a single mother, and a graduate school student. That's three full-time careers that you have to juggle without dropping or missing any part of any one of them. It's tough. You've been stopping at a convenience store halfway into the early morning commute to grab a cup of coffee. It keeps your eyes open and your mind in gear so that you can get home safely from your all-night nursing job. The young guy at the counter can't take his eyes off you. He looks like he's in his early 20s. It's almost funny. But not quite. Even if you wanted to, you don't have time to get involved. And that's true, but it's also an excuse. The intensity of your own sensuality has always frightened you a little bit. Your body used to scream so loud for touches and being held and making love that you couldn't hear your mind warning you about consequences and guilt. Sensuality speaks in its own language. It uses words like unbutton, unfold, unashamed, breath, sweat, caress, unprotected. But your husband kept pretending that he didn't hear. This morning, the guy behind the counter just said, Here, I'd really like you to have this. And he gave you that, Rose. And then he blushed and he looked down at the counter and you went on automatic, right there in front of all the other customers. You kissed his cheek. Then you smiled and you left. And your legs were moving like silk. You haven't felt that way in a long time. All the way home, you let yourself pretend that you were the heroine in a romance novel, kind with a pink cover and a big caption that says, Her thighs went tight against his, his strength drowning in her delicious wet fire. This is a novel of soaring spirit and tender flesh, a story of passions, hot and cold, salty and sweet, hard and soft, slippery and strong. And you stopped to think about it, and it made you giggle. For a long time, the sexiest thing you've done was just eat a dish of rich ice cream slowly. And that makes you begin to wonder if you could take a lesson from that rose and let your head pop up bravely out of all of the feelings you've kept bottled up. Once upon a time, you felt fragrant and beautiful and soft. And since very early this morning, you've been thinking, maybe you could again.
That's called A Single Rose. It's from the Night Connections personal audio CD. If you like it, you can just keep this pod program, or you can click on the CD baby icon and download a fresh copy, or you can check out the whole CD if you like, whatever works for you. But whatever you do, don't forget to respect yourself and whatever it is that you stand for. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.